Shut up and sit down. I swear I already lifted this microphone. Do you, you can use my stand. Well, no, I'm I'm sure it's fine, but I swear to God I lifted it up this high and it sunk back down. No, I think you put it Are down. Are you shrinking? Did I put it back down? I think so. Whatever. I'm jealous because I think Jess gets to wear her hat at work and I'm not allowed to wear hats at work. I'm not supposed to, but I do anyways. She's a rebel. Yep. Well, I would, but it would be my luck that that would be the day that the one day in like a month that I ever see the boss that cares about it, that he would be like, why are you wearing a hat? I hate it when I can't see your face. Well, in Jess's job, I understand why they would not want her to wear a hat. Because I sit in a corner by myself. Because you're in a building that's full of customers all the time. No one ever comes in my area. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't what is matter. What about a hat is unprofessional? It's just not. And car, car salesmen? Wear ties, do they not? Not our guys. Most it's of the business time. casual. Yeah, most of the time it's ties or none or of the, ha- the most of the haunted or, people or wear a polo shirts. Logo polo shirt usually. So what does um, that have to do with a hat? Well, it's not a hat is not even not even semi professional. Eh, it's I not. disagree. It's not. <laughs> Go look it up. <laughs> I don't care. It's I don't not care a what casual the environment. It's a business casual. Hats are not okay. Just. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear. I'm just going to edit that out. <laughs> just keep doing it. I'll just edit it all out. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, but your job, I don't understand why you can't wear whatever the fuck you want. You guys have clients come into your office like once a millennia. Yeah, we mostly get reps. We had reps come around today. The homeless people. Yeah, but they, yeah, but they, they don't all, care. Well, and they wear hats. Well, that's so. my point. They don't care. The homeless people wear hats. Some of them do. If they've got a hat, I'd wear it in the wintertime. It's fucking cold outside. It's cold outside. 11 degrees, I think it's supposed to be tomorrow morning. Ooh. <sighs> overnight? Yep. Or even colder overnight? Oh, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't... It really hasn't gotten above freezing at all uh, this last several days. So, very, very cold, finally. I'm just glad none of our pipes burst. Yeah, just keep in mind, um, two and a, the week of Thanksgiving... Was it not like fucking 80 degrees? Yeah, the week before it was. Uh I know, I wish I would have put my lights on my railing then because now it's too cold and I don't want to go out there and touch the metal railing. (laughs) I'm going to put in a railing like Jeremy's that's not metal so it's not so cold when I touch it. That's a good idea. Uh, we got other stuff to do first on the house. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, this is the New Utah podcast uh, as we talk about the crazy (laughs) Utah weather. This is episode 28. 28. (laughs) <laughs> You've been waiting to say that, haven't you? Sweet. We good. will. We will talk about Spanish. 28 episodes. I'm waiting to say that. We'll, we'll talk about Spanish. What about 29? Can you do that one? 29. <laughs> but I'm saving that for next week. What about <laughs> 30? 30. All right. You know some Spanish. Good job, Jeremy. I hope he knows some Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not much, but I know a little. You know enough to be dangerous. Whoa. Uh, that uh, that beautiful voice is Jeremy. Thank you. Oh, All yeah. you need to know is donde esta el baño. A baño. <laughs> donde <laughs> esta el baño. La biblioteca. <laughs> La biblioteca. <laughs> the cheese is old and moldy. 
I watched Encino Man the other day. <laughs> That's old. <laughs> yeah. And I watched, but I love that show. I watched um, Brendan Fraser was on an episode of something that I watched, and I couldn't even believe that I thought it was him, but it was uh, The Affair on Showtime, and he plays like a shady prison guard. I love Brendan Fraser. Uh, but you can't even tell that it's him. I was like, <laughs> when it came up in the credits, no, I was like, the Chahuhus. Yeah, the, the mummy. I love the mummy. I love Brandon Fraser. Now they're doing a Tom Cruise mummy with yes, the chick they mummy. Are. Yeah, she uh, looks it, way cool. They're rebooting the cool. whole monster series. Actually, well, they were supposed to do that with Dracula, but they failed miserably, and so they're like, "Yeah, we didn't actually do that. Don't worry about that." It's one. a new thing. Yeah, they're doing all of them, mm-hmm. like uh, all the all the big monsters. Yep, there are no original ideas anymore. Well, it's Universal saw what was going on with Marvel and wanted to create their own universe, and they're like, "Well, what can we do?" Well, shit, we own these fucking monster movies. Let's uh, let's do them. Maybe we can put them all in the same universe. And if that happens, I don't know who owns the rights to this. Maybe I should look it up. Maybe I should Google this. Uh, monster Squad. Do you guys ever see that movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Freaking love Monster Squad. The Mod Squad. That was like mid to late 90s, wasn't it? Uh, I don't even think it was. I think it was older. It was like late 80s, early 90s. Was maybe. it? I, d- I do remember it. With, uh, with Wolfman. Wolfman don't got nards. And Wolfman got nards. You watch IFC like late nights on the weekends. They show that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's one of the channels we lost. Nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, see, see, late eighties. Lost IFC. That's sad. Oh, I do like yeah. the IFC. Yeah, but the thing is, is I didn't find myself ever really watching anything on it. Like the the one show that I've watched from it, and any time recent was Portlandia. But I just binge it on Netflix anyway. That's true. So. Comedy Bang Bang's last episode's coming up. And then yeah, yeah. I mean, they have some good stuff, but like, because well, Bree and I were talking, Bree is also one of our co-hosts today. Hello. My lovely wife. <laughs> uh, we, when we were going through the channels that we were going to lose by downgrading our, our satellite package because we just don't watch enough TV. <laughs> She's like, well, I kind of like that channel. <laughs> so we just opened up the guide and I'm like, look at the quality fucking program. It was, <laughs> for like, it was the brand new Holmes show, the one where he he has them, teaches them how to buy the house. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, reruns of Three's Company. Was that the one that had no, reruns of No, no. Well, there was one that had reruns of Three's Company, but there was that show and there was some other show and it was just those two shows for like the next three days, just like six hours one, six hours the other. Six hours one. But I one, like Holmes. Six hours I like the other. I like Holmes. He's, no, He's pretty cool. No new original program. Huh. Just a bunch of old syndicated Well, friends. no. Or that is new. That yeah. one's but new. But did you get to keep El Rey? Uh, we've never had El Rey, actually. El oh. uh, Rey, I don't think DirecTV carries it. Yeah, because I have DirecTV. I have El Rey. What package are you on? One of the basic cheapos. Of course, he's not well, going on must, anything expensive. Then, then we must have El Rey. El Rey is like it's it's towards the uh, it's probably one of the ones we have like shadowed out. Yeah, I probably have it turned it's like, off. It's like channel three fifty eight or something oh, yeah, like I that. I don't think we go but, up that high. I don't think. We can. They, but but they show all of the old kung fu movies. Well, yeah, they've got some original stuff on there. Then they have really El Luchador Sabado. Yeah, I don't like those kind of things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I like do. to watch. Some of that I like to good. watch. Uh, uh, Caesar and 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 watch him train the doggies, and I like to watch Mike Holmes and like watch, watch him, him fix the houses and watch him train the uh, the people, not the dogs. It's true. It's always people. They always got to go on a walk. I think we need to be trained. This is what I learned from Caesar Milan: take your dog on walks. Uh, don't reward bad behavior. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> that's basically all he ever. Well, does. and you can't forget that. 
Yeah. It's because he's the dog whisperer, so you can't hear what I got to tell you, though, saying. I can straight up kick my dog in the butt, and she won't fucking turn away from another dog that she wants to go play with. It's true. He, he's <laughs> kicked her. It's really sad. It makes me sad. But, not but I think that the, I think that if Caesar came, we would... Making people think that I'm like an animal I'm abuser just by kidding. saying that I he kick He doesn't her. ever kick the dog. He like nudges but her like, with his foot. Yeah, but like Caesar's like, it's just a distraction. He said that there's just an action. No, it's fucking bullshit is what it is because the dog does not <laughs> She will not. It does she not matter. It works on Chopper all the time. You need Caesar 911. We but, do, actually. Well, I think he could probably figure out something. He would come her. and be like, why don't oh, you ever she's take really the not dog that for a fucking, walk. She's really not that bad, and you guys are lazy. You should walk her more. Yep, that's exactly what he would say, because we, we suck. We're, we're really lazy. We, we were ever really, walk good, dog. really, really good for we're a while. We're like, hey, look, we got a backyard. Go run. Goodbye. Bas- basically, once she tore her, <laughs> her crucial ligament, we haven't really gone back to walking too much since. I mean, we did a little bit to rehabilitate her, but that was like walking to the top of the street and back for a while. So I have an update for you. Universal passed on Monster Squad and TriStar picked it up. Fucking douchebags. They could have added that in. That would have been awesome. That was such a good movie. I mean, it's like classic. You remember Chuds? Yeah. Chuds. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad 80s movies. Chuds was good. And Chuds too. I don't use Chuds. What? Chuds. It's a zombie movie. Just does. Yeah, don't look to the guys in the room for Chapstick ever. When you're... I mean, I don't want to be like generic and stereotypical, but sometimes guys need chapstick. I agree. I don't use it because it dries out my lips uh, from just using it too much, and so I just never use it. Uh, that is Jessica, by the way, uh, the mistress of the event. Brie was thinking in the background. Um, yeah, I'm just me. I don't uh, do anything special. Do you want to be the mistress of something? She's my mistress. I'm the mistress of this damn house. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And I am your host, Chris. And uh, we are, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes in. And uh, yeah, think of all the things we already covered. It's amazing. It's amazing. We talked about TV. Chuds. Chuds. (laughs) You're going to talk really crazy movies. Tremors. I like watching that. Tremors. Tremors. I like the first Tremors, but there's like five of them. Stupid. I mean, not that the first one's not stupid, but I mean, they're just. Got even more ridiculous. At least the first <laughs> one is like, like fresh. Yeah. <laughs> like it was the first Hi. one to do that. She just keeps looking at me like she's gonna say something, and nope. then she never says anything. You think I am? I'm like, I'm gonna stop and pause. It's your blue and eyes. I just talk. I it know, just makes you mesmerizing. Uh, yep. You want to do it after this? No. Whoa. Damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a headache. So I really enjoyed last <laughs> week's episode. I got to tell you guys, um, I had a good time with it. It was fun. Um, yeah, it was. The best of Utah. We didn't even scratch the surface, but it was no, fun. No, yeah. I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff, um, but yeah, Utah has a ton to offer. Um, that is what this podcast is about. Um, so we're going to try and it's not a New Year's resolution. It's more like a post-Thanksgiving, post-pre-Christmas, post-shit-ass election season uh, <laughs> That's resolution. tad rough on everybody. Yeah. To be more positive. Um, specifically, be positive about the state of Utah. And so. there was much rejoicing. But don't worry, there will still be, you know, a jab here and there. Oh, yeah, I can't not bitch about things. But uh, we want to try and focus on the good things that are happening in Utah. Good things. We have a lot of great guests coming up, too. So Yeah, yeah. so we will have, by the way, I know some of you are are anxiously awaiting Misty Snow's return. Uh, She will be back on the podcast. She She was actually supposed to be with us this week, but uh, had to move some stuff around. So Uh, we will have her back. Uh, We really want to talk to her post-election as she gets back into a... 
normal life in comparison. Right. <laughs> what that's like. That's going to be hard. How her expectation. Yeah, I mean, she because she really was. She was working one day a week just to keep her benefits um, and full-time campaigning on a really crappy budget. But it, sound, it sounds like her team has a lot of really cool things coming up. I can't yeah. wait to, yeah. to talk to them about it. Are so, they going to be here too? Um, we'll actually have, um, in a couple weeks, Ginevra is going to be our guest, just her. Cool. Um, and then and she's and then got Misty a lot. She, she's very involved with the Democratic Party. Yes. Yeah. Now I, I don't know that Misty's going to do it. I did say you should run against Orrin Hatch or whoever's going to replace you. There's a lot of people asking for Orrin Hatch to run again. Actually, right now you should wait um, to talk about that till after the things because it's no, a story. No, because yes. we're talking about it now. So I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, yeah, Orrin Hatch um, said he wasn't going to run again in 2012. He actually also said he wasn't going to run again in 20, 2006. Like verbally or like it was insinuated that no, he no, wasn't no. going Like to. he had said for a while he wasn't going to run again. So Bree and I actually went to the Capitol and um, visited. We, we had his. Like the D.C. Capitol. Yeah, we, we had his, his uh, staff take us on a tour. Cool. We went um, for those underground tunnels and stuff. It was really awesome. Got to ride on the Senate train. Mm-hmm. Choo-choo. Is that uh, like something you want to be part of? The, the Senate, Senate train. train. It's like yeah. the soul train. If Warren Hatch is involved, oh yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the peace train. That's what I was thinking. They hand out Thank little you. blue pills. All aboard the peace train. Thank uh, you. So anyway, we we're talking to his staff and I said, is, is he going to run again? Um, and this was prior to 2012. And they said, well, you know, he said he wasn't going to. I'm like, yeah, but honestly. But they really like divulged that information though. Well, think? they're like, well, actually he's probably going to because he thinks that you know republicans are going main, to ca- maintain control and i mean let's be honest um i've said this i said this to misty I, i've said this to other people i voted for orrin hatch in 2012 there wasn't a candidate and i'm an extremely liberal person but in my eyes orrin hatch really does for the most part hold utah interests at heart and he is one of the most powerful men in congress he sits on he's as the chair third in line for president uh, uh, that no so no, nope. Speaker of the House is third in line for presidency. What does it say here then? Uh, a lie, apparently, because it goes president, <laughs> vice president. Speaker I might of have the gotten House. that from Salt Lake Tribune. Then it's probably not. I don't right. know. Actually, hopefully, the thing, Hatch has been in since I was one. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's been in forever, <laughs> and he ran forty years. He ran as a. Uh, he ran as a he get me, get the same people out of <laughs> politics. You know how they always run. Get what's in there out. So they can stay in. I won't be a career politician. And then he was. What if they say that and they just really actually love their job, so they decide to stay? Well, Well, who who wouldn't love the money and the perks? uh, Well, so in Orrin Hatch's case, this is interesting because in Orrin Hatch's case, he was around before they changed the law with your campaign war chests. So it used to be when you ran for Senate or the House or President or whatever, and you amassed these several million dollar campaign funds, when you retired, you got to keep that money and do whatever the fuck you wanted with it. Now, that law has changed. They can't do that anymore. So they can't just get rich off of fundraising for their campaigns. Um, doesn't mean they don't, but... Well, now you have super PACs. Yeah, stuff. well, but so there's... there. I mean, they, there's a lot of regulation now as to how that money gets spent. But he was one of the senators that was grandfathered. So what he had when they had passed that, and I don't remember when it was, it was... Sometime like 2002, 2006, somewhere in there, um, when they passed that, everything that was in his war chest prior, he still has that same kind of access to, I believe. He kind of got grandfathered in, if you will. 
So where were you reading that, babe? It's um right here in the middle. They still say he's going to die in office. The 82-year-old Hatch told reporters this week that he's considering an eighth term, especially, quote, because the victory of President Don- President-elect Donald Trump returning Republicans to the White House for him. Oh, wait, I read the wrong one. Yeah, so, and that's that's true, and oh, that's right actually, uh, that's why I voted for him, though, because he is powerful. The Republicans maintaining control of Congress. Um, you can read it. Republicans maintaining control of Congress means this guy who does vote on a lot of things that are very Utah-centric, very Utah-focused. Um, he's not Mike Lee. He's not a douchebag in that regard. I'm not saying Who was just voted the most conservative person in also second worst Utah if you remember so well, no like legitimate not here in Utah voted the most conservative like but nationally yeah yeah so this is uh Hatch the longest serving Republican now in the Senate is also the chamber's president pro temp a most com- a mostly ceremonial role but one that keeps him in constant contact with the Senate leaders and makes him third in line for the presidency third in line meaning vice president speaker of the house then president pro temp okay yeah that's yeah, but I thought you meant like president, vice president. No, of the no, house. no, 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 no. Yeah, Paul Ryan, if uh, Pence dies in a horrible plane crash somehow and Trump um, chokes on chicken wings. Um, <laughs> or isn't <laughs> voted in by the Electoral College. Yeah, well, that's interesting. <laughs> that, that might happen. Um, I don't think it will. That Never know. BP. History can change. It can. It can. And that would well, probably be, honestly, if that happened. One, there would be a lot of lawsuits that would come as a result. The Supreme Court would ultimately overturn that because the way the Constitution's written, that's how we vote. Um, but that might cause change for the election system. It would be point. nice to get rid of the electoral. College. I mean, that's. I think that's really the kind of thing that it's going to take. I just don't know that I see that happening. Although the amount of of racist piece of shit cabinet members that he's trying to put in place and he's he's calling out that's uh, that's concerned. But anyway. Uh, I would like to see Misty run for Senate was my original point against uh, Orange. <laughs> I don't think she will, but I think it would be awesome. Um, and I actually think it is probably time for Hatch to step down. Um, if I was Republican and voting in a primary, I would vote for Huntsman over Hatch if Huntsman ran against him. Absolutely. I suspect Huntsman might run against him anyway, and Huntsman would have the best chance of he winning. He oh, did yeah. drop a beat last week that he might. Yeah, yeah, and we talked about it a little bit. I, I would be excited for that. I love John Huntsman. I think he's, he's, a cool he's dude. great. He's a very, very moderate Republican. So anyway, uh, enough about Hatch. Um, I just wanted to note real quick before that uh, Jason Chaffetz said uh, that he declined to say what he believes Hatch should do in two years. Which I think is extremely why, why interesting. Why did they fucking ask that dumbass for anything? <sighs> I just think that that's so interesting that he declined to say what he thinks he should do. What does he care? It doesn't matter. I mean, he hasn't asked the church at, yet. At the end of the day, we live in Utah, and no matter if Hatch runs or not, it'll be filled by a Republican. A Democrat winning a Senate seat in this state is not impossible still. So uh, even if voter turnout was absolutely insane i still don't think we could do it but i would take huntsman for sure i would probably vote for huntsman over most democrats honestly um i think uh, huntsman's more progressive than say matheson is even yeah matheson's pretty dang conservative (laughs) uh yeah so uh it is the holiday season uh it's uh december 6th pearl harbor day as we record this um so lots of 
lots of stuff out there for Pearl Harbor Day. And John um, Lennon died at this time of year. It's true. It's true. Um, the two not related, and um, <laughs> no, they're one no. is much more significant than the other. Yeah, John Lennon's death was terrible. <laughs> Imagine all the people. Uh, but it is something to remember, and a lot of people forget. I mean, <laughs> look, the, the U.S. tried to stay out of World War II for as long as it could. The bombing of Pearl Harbor was probably the biggest mistake that uh, Japan or Germany made at that time. I mean, we had merchant vessels getting shot down by German U-boats in, in European waters and international waters. That didn't get us into the war. But attacking us on home soil, uh, the Japanese doing that really is what got us into that war and ultimately led to some pretty horrific things that happened. Um, As always happens in war. Yeah, I think dropping atomic bombs, not one but two atomic bombs is probably a... Horrific? Yeah, I mean, just uh, killing all those people. Anyway, I don't like thinking about it. Yeah, I thought you said we were going to be positive. Let's talk about <laughs> holiday events, How about we please? move on to events? Yeah, so there are lots the and mysteries lots of and lots of things going Especially on. Especially because right now, Jess looks really holiday because her, her headset is red and her hat is green. So she's totally in And her fingernails are like sparkly. It's my hat that I got in Ooh, Ireland Christmas kinda, day last her year. Her hair's kind of red. Christmas sparkly fingernails. Yeah. Uh, my events are uh, backwards. Nope. Your events... You don't have your events because they're written down in my little notebook. That's a completely different segment, sir. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just running the show. I thought that's what the Hotly Lights and Events Guide was. Oh, it was things no. to do in Utah. Oh, whatever. Okay, so what events? I mean, whatever. You want me to come up with stuff and I give you stuff? Don't whatever me. I, I thought that was going to be our <laughs> events. Jeez, no, calm down. she has a whole list. Okay, well, let's hear them. I have cool things. Well, if you stop talking. <laughs> so none of this stuff is cool and we shouldn't just not talk about it. No, that's a, that's a different cool thing. All right. Let's hear your events. What, okay. What do we have? Some kind of omelet making extravaganza at a drag brunch? No, that's in two weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but good try. Uh, Bussin' for Santa was announced yesterday for the Utah Transporter Association. For those of you that don't remember, in one of our earlier episodes, one of our first episodes, like probably... It was in September. Uh, like Yeah, the beginning was of September. September? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a VW group, uh, the local VW group, and uh, they do the, the cool, they did the fundraiser in like September. In September, uh-huh. They have then, the car show. Um, they do a big event, Bussin' for Santa. So, yes. So Bussin' for Santa is a charity... Um, they pick a family locally that is in need of Christmas. Last year, the family was a survivor of domestic abuse. This year, the mother is terminal and they will be going on the 17th. They get a bunch of classic and, and new Volkswagens together. They light them up with Christmas lights and fill them with Christmas presents and drive over to the house and Carol. And it's a pretty emotional, uh, this year. Are you going this year? Mm-hmm. I did plan you, on it. Did you go last year? Mm-hmm. Oh. I did, yes. Um, if you want to donate any gifts, uh, you can drop those off at Volkswagen Southtown in South Jordan. Uh, they are taking uh, gift donations, gift cards, um, anything that we can fill these Volkswagens with to take over to, to this family. Um, another awesome event that's going on right now is the Salt and Honey Market. It runs from the 6th to 10th. And the 12th to the 17th. And we talked to our friend last week about the salt yes, and honey market. Yes, Emily actually. is one of the 
uh, vendors that are there or makers, um, as they call them. It's basically like Etsy in real life. <laughs> well, it's like it, it, if you think about the stuff at a farmer's market that doesn't scream they farmed this, that's what salt and honey is. It is. It's um, the homemade goods. Homemade yeah, goods. Yeah, jewelry, homemade home crafts. decor. Yeah. Uh, clothing, like fresh batch designs. Who made my whiskey business shirt are really, there. Really good place to go get some Christmas gifts, spend some money locally. Locally, definitely. Um, we should go there. You know, instead of going to fucking Fashion Place Mall and spending money at <laughs> Hot Journeys topic. or Hot Topic, <laughs> go there and find something unique, find something handmade, find something that's one of a kind. And it's at the it's at you the find gateway. A, find a dream catcher. <laughs> you might. There might be local designers. Uh, that she said that. she thought there were when we talked to her yeah, last week. Yeah, she thought there was going to be a dream catcher. So, and go see Emily and pick up some of her we amazingly delicious caramels and Which uh, we ate all marshmallows. Of. We would share, the but there's none left. Yeah. Yes. Good. So um, another awesome event that's going on this weekend, our friends at Mount West Cider are doing pe- their second annual pet portraits and ugly sweater competition. So they just for a donation to, I think it's to the Humane Society. Uh, I could be wrong, but uh, they'll do uh, a photo of your pet in its holiday gear and with, and with like Santa. Yes, mm-hmm. is it the kind where you're here and your cat's floating? So is the you? is the ugly <laughs> sweater competition the ugliest dog sweater? No, I think it's I think it's humans because our dog has an ugly sweater. But you it's a go. really cute yeah. ugly. Go enter snowman. We have two. We have two ugly sweaters for. We, we have yeah. one for the chihuahua and one for the pit bull. They look adorable. They, they do. They're great. That's awesome. There's a lot of cool events actually going on this weekend at the. Broadway Theater, uh, the Salt Lake Film Society is putting on Wassel and Waffles. It's a, uh, a free event and they will have waffles, uh, available. I believe Santa will be there. Um, they have Christmas Story, Polar Express, and some other movies didn't, that you can watch. Did Emily say she was going to be there too? I'm pretty sure she mentioned Wassel and Waffles. Did she? Well. That, I think that'd be she awesome. She did. I'm that's funny. She's she's everywhere. She's a busy, busy yeah, girl. She is. Uh, another Who doesn't sleep. Yes. That do, well, you don't when you're when you're picking. <laughs> Not like that. But um, Pin Me Up Utah is doing their sixth annual Christmas charity event at the Garage on Beck on the tenth at eight o'clock. It's ten dollar cover, and they just ask that you bring a toy for Toys for Tots, and all proceeds go to Toys for Tots. So ten dollars and a toy. Yeah, don't be cheap. It's Christmas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's when I get the cheapest. So, um, there are three local bands that are playing: Big Sandy, Fly Right Boys, The Hurricane Kings, and Utah County Swillers. So, if you're looking for something fun to do on, I was on crazy. The tent. Still, was a band. They were local. They were cool. Nice. Okay. Fishes were fishes. I know. You're crazy eights, don't you? Donnie Q Public. Put all your wants in one hand and shit in the other. Tell me which one fills up first. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Kind words. I'm just saying. Me too. Anyway, was that it? Yeah. Okay, well. There's a lot of other stuff to do, though, guys. (laughs) Now now we get to do this special packet that is still backwards, by the way. I... 
that's my fault. I'm sorry I put it in upside down in the staple machine. <laughs> it is weird that it was like, like what? January 1st? That seems far off, but it's actually three pages of, of and what's weird is I think. Uh, that- so it's not backwards. So what they've done is they've listed now until the end date. So. Oh, I see. I see. But see, the last page is like December 3rd. And then there's stuff that's oh, December. There's stuff like December. 15th. It's all over the place. That's I, I don't even know. Our friends at Fox 13, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's a bunch <laughs> of events. So you can go out to Fox 13. It's like my Fox Utah or Fox 13 now. I don't remember the name of the site. Or um, just search for 2016 Utah Holiday Lights and Events Guide. Yeah. So um, there's the Jingle Bus in downtown Salt Lake City. Uh, where you can take a bus and see all the lights in downtown for free. I kind of want to do that. You guys know about the windows um, in New York City. Do you know we have something similar to that here in Salt Lake? We used to at the ZCMI Center to City. We do, but now it's at the Grand America Hotel. Oh, Oh, nice. called the Window Stroll, the 7th Annual. Yeah, I remember back back in the day, the ZCMI Center used to have all the awesome display windows. They kind of do something like that at City Creek. Creek, they They have lights up in City Creek and Galvin. In Temple Square. So if you want to go see that stuff, it's really cool. If you have kids, definitely take your kids out there. Um, it's I Make mean, the, life grand. The, the lights are really cool. Everything hey, awesome. Christmas in Color, Utah's biggest drive through holiday light show is offered in Kearns. K-Town. And Provo. What? And West there's Stabbing one in Spanish Fork. So actually, this is where it's at in Kearns. It's over at Ochre Park. Where it's at. Uh, over, over Ochre Park Recreation Center. It's last really year, cool. Last year, we saw it, and we were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it's like this crazy, like, you turn your radio on, oh, and yeah. you drive through these, like, tunnels But it's right by shit. the, the Olympic it, Park. The, oh, cool. Is it a bunch of houses that do it? No, 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 no. It's, it's just like a drive-through course that they've put it's all on these the, crazy lights the and the property stuff. between the, like, the Olympic Oval property and the, the, the gym property. Well, yeah, Ochre Recreation actually. Center yeah. owns all of that land, and That's there's, awesome. like, a big parking huh. lot that they turn into this thing. It's really cool. Yeah, so I think. I want to try and do it I this year. I want to go with this, yeah, because um, we, we didn't we notice did, until yeah, today last year. But uh, it sounds really fun. How do you get your ti- How do you get a ticket? Do you go through the city? This uh, doesn't even say. I actually think you could probably go through Ochre Park Recreation Center. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping maybe so we could go through, through for free because we have we have huh. membership. Yeah. So, uh, Spanish Forks Festival of Lights is going on. It's a festival um, of lights. So they, it's. I mean, really, a lot of the major cities have have great uh, Christmas lighting. Well, stuff. they just revamped the one at Thanksgiving Point too. Uh, I think they're doing all like LED lights now. It's really. I drive by it. Yeah, it's really every cool. day. It's really cool. It's really cool. Cur- and I really, Christmas. really love the billboards because it's a big old light switch that lights up at night. <laughs> um, I I do want to mention the Heber Valley Railroad, the the yes, uh, Heber, the Heber? Polar Express. Yeah, the Polar yeah, Express. Polar oh Express. yeah, it's Polar Express this time of year. So I mean, that's a really cool like North Polar Express. It's it's a ninety minute ride. It's got hot chocolate. Cookies. You can pay VIP and you get to sit in the front and you get like a commemorative mug and yeah yeah. So the outlets at Traverse Mountain and Lehigh have this year's tallest tree. Like in Utah, or yeah, yeah it says uh, in the history of ever. Alita- no, in Utah, <laughs> the outlets of Traverse Mountain, and I have the this year's largest tree or tallest tree in the state of Utah. It's over seventy-five feet tall, holds more than nine hundred ornaments and five hundred lights. Five hundred lights does not seem like a lot for a seventy-five foot tall tree. Maybe they're yeah, the I old think... ones, the big old-fashioned oh, kind. Oh, the C nines, like, the, like well, the outdoor lights. I that you have C nines, and they get so hot. It's <laughs> a <laughs> wonder more trees. That's what my grandparents down used to put on my house. So, I love them. Uh, let's see what else. 
The Willow Park, Willow, Willow Park Zoo reindeer trick. Yeah. Yeah. You get to pet the reindeer? Uh, ice skating. Oh, hey, look, another thing in Kearns. Yeah, so, but not just Kearns, guys. Uh, ice skating, because you've got the Gallivan Center that does ice skating this time of year, outdoors. You've got uh, Oak Park. Have you guys Park. ever skated outdoors before? Uh-huh. It's yes. super fun. I did at Rockefeller Plaza on Christmas Eve one night. See, one night, I one year. Have you guys ever skated years. outdoors before? Uh, yeah, we've done that. Well, I've done the best fucking place in the country to do it. It's the iconic. <laughs> Why are you not being sassy about so it? So basically, it was like, fuck you guys, I'm cooler. Well, that, that's because she is. Duh. <laughs> I also went yeah, to Times well, Square I, on New Year's Eve by myself. I got to do Rockefeller <laughs> Plaza. I got to go see the lighting and uh, skate there. I went ice skating at the Marie Park. Fuck, I was probably in some <laughs> video. Cool. Uh, I think skating at Kearns Oval is cool because it was an Olympic venue. That it's is true. Cool. And it's one of the few Olympic venues that actually gets fucking used. Yeah, afterwards. all the time. Like, go go to Brazil and see how some of those venues are doing from the so World sad. Cup Japan. and the Olympics. The, and, yeah, in Japan. It's horrible. The poop pools. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they have shit lakes and shit <laughs> oceans in Brazil. So And dead people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see dead people. Why both of you at the same time? <laughs> Uh, we grew up together. We can't help it. It's awesome. Just oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nope, like I'm sorry. I forgot. Buzzing on the mixer over here. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I like going ice skating. I grew up actually getting to ice skate quite a bit. We had a rec center that was an awesome ice skating ring where I grew up. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Brinks. You uh, listen. You want me to share my stories and then you get mad that I skated in a cool place. That nah. doesn't even make sense. I'm just saying the way you said it, you're like, fuck you, mine's way better. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I came across. I think it was more just a story. It wasn't it was more about, I don't ever get to talk about it. So, so I think that's really cool. If you're though, into theater, I would have felt like so movie. If you're into theater, Hell Center Theater is doing uh, a Christmas Carol right now. It's tradition. Uh, Apparently, every so year. is the Tooele Valley Academy of Dance. Yeah. If you want to go see a good show, um, go to the Hell Center Theater. <laughs> um, if you want to drive to Tooele and see some dancers, go to Tooele. There's a candy cane hunt at Draper Park. <gasps> uh, thousands of candy canes will be hidden around wow. on December 12th. That's this weekend. Aww, that's, that's a small park. Open for boys, boys and girls yeah, three to six. Very it's not big. We actually took family pictures there this year. It's a, it's a nice little park, but it's very small. But uh, it's really got some fun things. Like there's small buildings and... Like some little historical things with little plaques, cabin. milking, or like a milking house. Yeah, you go in and you actually pull the teats on the pigs. The, uh, <laughs> on the pigs. If on you want to go more north, you could go to Ogden City to the Christmas Village. O-Town. Yeah. Yeah. O-Town. Or you can just stay local and go to Peterson Family Farm. Yeah, we do like A sing-along at the Vivid Peterson's. Smart Home Arena, huh? <laughs> just just got a Christmas tree from Peterson's last weekend. I did. Uh, I will cute. also say the Festival of Trees is still going on. Nope. Oh, nope. we got the coolest tree at work. Yeah, so December 3rd, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it just, it's it just ends. so cute. It's a snowman. It's a flocked tree. And he has arms with mittens on it. And he's got big ornaments for buttons and eyes and then hand crocheted scarf and you, a hand you gotta talk into the thing. mic do they tell you who made it uh they did but i forgot to read the little thingy uh so it's so cute i love it it's so tiny. i know sometimes you your work buys a couple festival. every year right they buy one every year and then they they either give it away as a whole depending on what it looks like or they give away parts of it this one i'm sure will probably go as a whole because it's a snowman Right. But it has like two little trees on the side and then it has these cute little ceramics. A, a false tree? Hey, guess what? This what? weekend I think in Riverton City, they're doing pages of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh-huh. At the Riverton cool. Park? Uh, Maybe. When does it say that? 
this weekend, the night oh, to the Cassie 10th. Cassie won't be home. She loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so on uh, all, all up until basically the new year, uh, Hogel does zoo lights. Yeah. And so it's really cool to go up there. They light up a whole bunch of crap. They do have, they have like 250 animated displays. All that crap. Um, and then up there <laughs> right by Hogel Zoo is this is a place, and they're doing that uh, Chris Kindle market. It's done. Is it? Yes. Oh, that was a, just this last weekend. It was last this last weekend. weekend. Oh, well, fuck and that it was then. packed. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't even get a pretzel if the lines were so long. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was one of the things that uh, Emily was doing uh, as well. Uh, but, yeah, the Hogel Zoo lights are really cool. It's also a really cool thing for the kids to go see. Um, of course, there's animals and all that other crap. And, you know, your picture What's, of the pets Is crap your favorite word tonight? Uh, it the is. I could s- be saying it's one of the C words. I could say the other C word. And then, as always, the Nutcracker uh, is going on. Ballet West is doing the Nutcracker, which is a really, really cool production. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. We were in the Nutcracker when we were in sixth grade. We were in the Nutcracker when we were in sixth grade. It was awesome. I don't remember what I did, though. Did you dance? I bet you danced. No, I don't remember. <laughs> it is a ballet. I remember in fifth grade when I did a solo. Do you remember that? I remember your solo. The Nutcracker is a ballet. Now we're in sixth grade. I know that, but not in sixth grade. In sixth <laughs> grade, it's your Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That is a rock show. Yeah, I love those guys. I mean, I remember Me us too. doing it because I remember I the little, the, I remember the lady with the skirt. So, were you the mouse or something? I don't no, remember. I don't even remember what I was. Strippy. Taking us back to the 80s. Early was, 80s. was the 80s, Yeah, it was too. the 80s. Yeah. It was the early it was like 80s, like, 80s, too. Cool 80s. <laughs> uh, so there's one other thing I'll say. Um, so I don't know if this still exists. I really have to get out this year and find it. So, in the Cloud Streets, the one over by Josh's house, right by the airport. Yep. Um, I remember, this is this is years ago, um, I'm pretty sure it was that neighborhood up there. There's a, a couple of streets that do a storybook thing. There's the one in West Valley, if that's what you're talking about. It might be that one, but I swear to God it was there. And, like, basically, if you live in the neighborhood, like, if you buy, if someone leaves yeah. the neighborhood and you buy a house It's in there, West Valley. You you're get required. the decorations and yeah. you're required. Oh, Taylor. I think it's in Taylorsville. 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 Yeah, it's in Taylorsville because okay. my old boss used to live just yep. down the street. And it's yeah, the whole night before mm-hmm. Christmas. Is it right off of 6200? Yeah. Okay, so it is. It is, it is 6200. Yeah. But it's not this far it's west. Not, it's, yeah, it's farther, okay. it's farther I, north. I was actually thinking it was... Would be east or west, Jeremy, on sixty two hundred south. Just so you know, more west, east. So more east, more east, more towards yes. Redwood. Yes, but I, I was thinking it was closer to Josh's neighborhood, but maybe it's, it's no, it's east. a little farther. But but no, they still but do yeah. it. Yeah, so it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Uh, you drive through there, you turn off your lights to be respectful, parking lights, and it's it's slow and it clogs the shit out of sixty two hundred south. Because it's a cul de sac. Yeah. But you drive in, you drive around and each house has really cool displays and it's the twelve days of Christmas, I believe. Nightmare, Nightmare. the night before Christmas. Yeah. So it's the, oh, night before the night before Christmas. Yeah, night before Christmas, okay. all through the house. Each little section. They each have a storybook have, in there. Have the girls seen that before? Yeah, but not since they were little. I bet I bet they'd like it. We again. don't do things with our children. What are you talking about? Well, the, there's there's a similar neighborhood the in adult, Sugar House, too. Adult and teenager children, so. It's still cool and nostalgic. Mm. Don't make me sad. So anyway, uh, yeah, lots of fun stuff to do in Utah, uh, in Salt Lake and Utah Just County. And bundle up. Weber County. It is cold. Uh, bundle up. Can you up. still ice skate on Utah Lake? 
used uh, to be able to down at Provo. I in Provo. think the algae will probably eat your skates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do anything in Utah Lake if it were up to me. I you would don't do just... it in it. You do it on it. You're uh, like Jesus at Christmas. Jesus <laughs> at Christmas. I, guess, I guess ice skating is akin to walking on water. But it is cold as shit. Um, and w- one of the things that uh, happens this time of year, I'm glad it's cold. Um, I like the cold. Uh, not everyone does. But I like the cold this time of year because it really encourages people to give to others. So, you know, the Road Home has their biggest fundraiser of the year uh, that will go on right before Christmas. Um, and uh, all the radio stations go down there and kind of have a friendly competition to see who can raise the most money. Um, fuck everyone else. Donate under X96. Yes, X96. Um, because they are the best. Radio station in town still. And Carrie is awesome. He's such a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, but one thing, so, and you can always take clothing down to the homeless shelter. Um, but one thing that police have actually warned against doing is donating items directly to the homeless population. So don't like set your car up and open up the hatchback and be like, there hey, actually was something like that set up on Saturday outside of Rio Grande. Yeah. They had like t shirts and stuff out on a table. I don't know if it was sanctioned, but. So, I mean, it. Don't drive up with a bunch of crap and go hand it out to the homeless. I know your head's in the right spot. Go give it to the road home. They can make the best use of it. Um, or go to the outreach center that's yeah, there. Yeah, the outreach centers. The 4th Street course, Clinic would probably yeah. take it. Um, and there's the mission right there. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I say that is, and what police really warn of, is if you go do it and you're like over by Rio Grande Station and you start handing stuff out, you will oftentimes get mobbed by the homeless. And it's, they're not trying to hurt you, but they all want something. It's fucking freezing. Some of these people are going to be sleeping on the street tonight and it's 11 degrees outside. Like, There's going to be a, some death in the morning. I know it. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens every year. We have homeless people die from, from sleeping on the streets. But go give your stuff away where, you know, gently used coats. If you have a coat that you're getting rid of that you were thinking about taking to the DI, Go take it to the homeless shelter instead. Well, and the Chevy dealerships, I think most of the Chevy dealerships are accepting donations yeah. uh, for the road home. The Wasatch Front Chevy dealerships are. So go drop off, you know, used clothing. Um, go drop off a pair, a, a pack of socks. Lots of socks. socks. Kids' toys. There was an article recently that socks is the least donated and the most needed. Really? Yeah. I would think that that well, would be the most yep. donated because it's easy. And if you think about it, yeah, it is super easy. Go to freaking Costco or Sam's Club, okay. spend 10 bucks and get a big old freaking pack of 20 socks. Your extremities are the things we were talking about. Hats. You can wear it on well, your hands. I was just going to say that. Hands, you can totally wear my hands. Hands, feet, and hats. If you can hands, cover those if you can use those, cover up, you know, your hands, your feet, and mm-hmm. your head. Um, <laughs> with a hat. Yeah. With a hat or a raincoat. We gotcha. Um, but, uh, <laughs> or a <sock>. raincoat. <laughs> Well, if Chris you do that, can't you, cover his head with the socks. You can too stay big. much, much more warm. Uh, and it, it, think about this. So you're out on the street. You're, let's just say you're walking from your car inside the grocery store on a snowy day and your feet get soaked and you get home and your feet are wet. What's the first thing you do? Take off Change your them. wet socks. Take off your wet shoes and socks. Do you live out on the street? What's the first thing you do? Do you freeze? You, you fucking freeze. They turn into Little ice socks. If you have a pair of socks, you can at least take your socks off and put dry ones on, which helps tremendously. Um, so, yeah, donate to the road home. Um, and, and they say just in general, just at all, 
you should just never donate directly to beggars or the homeless or people. Well, we've talked about the cute little meters that are all over Salt Lake. Exactly. So let's, let's keep that in mind in the holidays too when you. Yes. Or in the spirit of giving, just donate to the Hearts in the right can... place, just so, use your head. In the spirit of giving, um, I got a, I got a bitch. So Bree and I went out yesterday. We were, uh, I know I said we we're going to be more positive. <laughs> uh, we were out <laughs> doing some, some shopping for some Christmas stuff. Um, and we had to go to Target. We're making some gifts for one of Cassie's friends or a bunch of Cassie's friends. So we had to go pick some stuff up at Target that we had ordered. Um, some Christmas lights, I think. And, uh, yes, it was. <laughs> and we get there, and so we, we have an elf on the shelf. If you don't know what that is, our, our, are our, you going to yell at me again? I'm not going to yell. I didn't yell in the store. You did but too. They now have different outfits for the elves, for the elves on the shelf. So you can change that. So, outfit? cause yes. there always used to be the elf on the shelf, and it's picked up steam over the last few years. Like, we have a reindeer on a shelf now too. Yeah. We, so we got a reindeer a couple years ago. Um, <laughs> Gilbert uh, is our elf's name. And then they started making the female elf, which looks just like the male elf. Her hair's a little, got a little but flip. But she's got like, like a little, little 50s flip. flip underneath the hat. So, but otherwise she looks just like the male elf. She has, I think her little but thing now they have, too. They have all kinds of different outfits and clothes and Brie would not let me get a raincoat for our elf. What do we got there? I bet you're a Pee Wee Herman and Beetlejuice oh, torturing the elf. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up too. I love this time of year going out and seeing how people torture their elves on a shelf. It's like, so sad. Um, poor, poor, poor elves on a shelf. A friend of mine that I used to work with, um, they had an elf on a shelf, and they had a bunch of like GI Joes with a butcher knife on a butcher block, and the elf on the shelf being there. And then they had one where they were uh, doing uh, waterboarding. If you want good ones, follow our friend Ryan from the Halloween Expo. Yeah, he He's posting awesome ones. Yeah. Is that where you so. got that one? Uh, no, I saw that one somewhere else. But that, that was, cool. And then great. he busted that's it. That's one yeah. of my, that's one of the things I like about Christmas. I don't, I don't let Chris touch Gilbert because he, he puts him in all sorts of, of in compromising positions with the, with the reindeer. It's okay. I can't remember the reindeer's okay. name. That's okay. Don't worry. I about can't it. remember what the girl's named the reindeer. Uh, it doesn't matter. They don't, they don't care about him as much. They don't anymore. care about him anymore. If he doesn't go, if he doesn't come out, they get mad. But once he's out, they don't look for him anymore. No, well, because I don't move him. Yeah. <laughs> Or he doesn't go away and report back to Santa for any small children that haven't been turned away from this podcast by my mouth already. <laughs> by your, res- by your uh, irresponsible parents. Hey, kids, it's the Utah Podcast. Gather around. Let's listen. Uh, so um, kind of some sad news <laughs> this week uh, for some, maybe not for others. The training table. Why are you doing things out yeah. of order? I'm doing There's any no order. order. There is no order. I have an order. It's the new order. I just don't tell you what it is. <laughs> I'm the host. I decide when we do shit. New world it's me, Utah order. order. Uh, we talked a lot about restaurants, about Utah restaurants, and I kind of bitched about chains last week. Uh, the training table is such a chain, but it is a Utah original. Um, I don't know. Did they ever expand outside of Utah? Does anyone I don't know? think so. I think they just have the Utah location. Um, it's just talking about all of the Utah stuff closing. Well, and I used to, I mean, there was a bunch. When I first moved to Utah in 99, there were a whole bunch of training tables, and they have slowly closed over the years um and the last have finally closed um there was a family dispute um pretty nasty from the sounds of it um essentially kid get it looks like it's been going on for like four years yeah it's been going on for a while they finally just they did they finally just closed the doors completely um but essentially i think it's like the daughter got involved she invested turns out like the attorney for the franchise 
that she was supposed to have access to was the property owner they were leasing the building from. Like, it was a bunch of intermingled crap. There's going to be some lawsuits. It's an unfortunate, like, problem with the family. They were known for She was trying to exclude her father from his own assets, basically, like, to take them over from him. He's not dead. No, no. He's very much alive. No, no, yeah. I didn't say he was dead. I mean, there's, there's a lawsuit between the two. Um... But anyway, so the training table is known for cheese fries, I guess. And phones, ordering from, the, order the, from phone. the phone. The dumbest ass no. concept. No. <laughs> fucking stupid. You, when you're a little kid, it's not stupid. You okay. moved here when you were older. It was, it was a kitschy thing that was dumb. Because here's, here's why I think it was dumb. You order, of course. The, you sit at the table, you order from the phone. Then you have to fucking get up and walk to the counter to get your food. Like, why don't I just fucking walk to the counter and order my food and go sit because down? Because then you don't get to call them on a phone. Why Isn't can't they bring me the food? That I never understood. Like, that bugged the hell out of me. And then, like, if you wanted, like, some extra fry sauce or you need a refill on your drink, you got to get up and go up to the counter and get it. I, got nothing. I they charged not, you for refills, too. Yeah, I just didn't. I've <laughs> only been to the training table. Was Look, their, their burgers were okay, but they were just burgers, and they were way overpriced. Like, I'd get a way better burger from Crown Burger or Apollo Burger or... Or Six Sisters Deli in Eagle it's Mountain. True. Or it's Lucky but, 13 but. or Cotton Bottom or, uh, you know, Bumblebee Grill. 39 oh. years, though. The, the whole point is it's it's just it's a, a Utah, Utah institution. tradition. And when I was in college at the U... The, the one of the uh, one of the I don't know if it's the original, but one, one, of, South. one of the oldest was yeah at the bottom of the hill. So we would go there and order up our cheese fries because that's all we could afford. Yeah, and I, I think that one was closed by ninety nine actually. I don't was think it, that, I, don't I think know. it was a D's. By the only point. one I knew of is the one that in by Sugar House. Park. The one in, the one in Sugar House. Um, I didn't even know other ones existed. There, there was the one the one in Riverton. There, yes, there, there's, there's one over in Sandy on yeah, State Street. There's one across from the big hole in the ground that used to be the Cottonwood Mall. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a TGI Fridays. No, there was, that was TGI Fridays was in the same parking lot. It the closed, too. The training table was across the street. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but just off the just off the 106th exit, isn't it? No. No. But no. he's talking Cottonwood. Like ho- Holiday Cottonwood area. Oh. Like off of Murray Holiday Well, because there's one, there's one by the South Town Mall, too. Yeah, there was. Not anymore. No, that's true. They're, they're all gone. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're all gone okay. now. Um, so. Very sad. Uh, sad, kind of. Clearly, the business wasn't run well. Um, it fell apart. Um, they, they had potential and they never got out of Utah, so. Um, you know, another local business, though, uh, Rosa Park, there is a mobile coffee truck. Not Rosa Park. That's different. Not Rosa Park. <laughs> I didn't uh, even think about that. <laughs> so, Ro- Rose Park, for those of you not super familiar with Utah, Rose Park. Every time I think about Rose Park, I'm going to think about uh, Rosa, Rosa Park. Park. Uh, Ro- Rose Park, not a uh, not so, an, not an awesome neighborhood. When turn you think of the about century, it. late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. It was the up and coming neighborhood, the oldest part of Salt Lake. Once one of the oldest parts of Salt Lake. At at the time that the community was built, it was some of the wealthiest people. It's some of the biggest, most beautiful homes, uh, old homes in Salt Lake. However, and then the Spanish invasion happened. <laughs> Well, <laughs> whatever. Over time, as with hey, as, my Spanish great grandmother lived over there. As with all cities, my grandparents lived over there as well. <laughs> like the yeah, abuelita. As with my all abuelita. cities, um, the wealthy want to get closer to the city center for a while, uh, and so you start to build up 
you get condos, you have higher property values in the city proper. Um, and Rose Park is a, a neighborhood of Salt Lake that has over the years, the fairgrounds in mm-hmm. Rose Park. Um, and it's just, it, it turned to crap for a long time. Just turned total garbage. Um, I think the perimeter is, if you go into Rose Park, it's still beautiful. Well, it's it's beautiful. The, the houses, in a lot of cases, were not taken care of very well. They were chopped um, up into they apartments. They were chopped up into shitty apartments um, and became a lot of low-income housing. There's a, low, a lot of low-income apartments, low-income, like, you know, there's week, some weird little stay, markets hotel. and stuff that are kind of creepy looking um, that are built out of the sides of houses now that have like awnings on them and things. Well, so Rose and Rose Park used to have a reputation for a lot of drug problems, a lot of crime problems. That stuff seems to be going away though. Can you say um, hipster? Well, yeah, but I mean, I think for the hipsters to go there, part of the solution was to start to get rid of some of that crime, which they've done a good job of. It's not quite. It's still kind of dilapidated, but it's also cheap, or it was, which I think was the initial push for a lot of the yeah. hipsters. I mean, when the market tanked, uh, houses there were probably the cheapest you could get in the valley. Were, were seventy-five, there. eighty thousand dollars yeah, for a home there, for, and they were they're big. definitely not now. Yeah, yeah, for for a big home on a fairly big plot of land. Now the homes, a lot of them have like old knob and tube wiring, yeah, and they're a mess. Know, really plaster crappy. and lath, which is always lovely to try and work with but you know if you buy a home for seventy five thousand dollars your house payment shit well and that's nothing and then put a hundred thousand into it you're still better off than most exactly and your house is probably worth way more now than anything you could i mean probably three times that right uh, especially with the land value so and as the neighborhood begins to change um there was an article in ksl uh, I, I i bring it up because um there's a, a lady out there that is now running a uh mobile coffee truck Buzzed, Buzzed coffee truck. Um, she she was uh, what's her name uh, Perez. Something <laughs> Remember Perez. what Trina? Remember Trina. Uh, Trina Perez. Yeah, um, that's her name. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Trina Perez. Um, so she wanted to uh, do something for the community, and she said that uh, coffee was the one thing that she personally needed and wanted, and really couldn't find a good place for. Um, so she wanted to open her own coffee shop because she didn't want to do gas station, and so she found an old FedEx truck and turned it into a coffee truck. That's so now awesome. she does mobile coffee in Rose Park. And as you know, hipsters love food trucks. <laughs> and uh, coffee. I love well, food she's trucks, to too. i got to be honest. Mor- she's hoping to open a brick and mortar at some point, so that would be cool because it really is a, a cool area. I think some of the problem, too, is there's a lot of industrial just outside of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that, that kind of helped bring in more crime because when you have, you know, a whole area of your town shut down at a well, certain it's, time, it's much easier to. Well, and it's it's west of the railroad tracks. It's not yeah. as as it's, police necessarily. Yeah. I will say, for my money, I would rather live in Rose Park as opposed to Glendale, though. Oh, right yeah. now the, the Glendale yeah. neighborhood is terrible. Glendale right is now. now officially the ghetto. Yeah. Well, a lot of people still think Rose Park is, but uh, yeah. cool cool story that she's she's created a coffee truck there. Um, movie recommendation as a side note, Chef. If you've ever, I love that movie. It's a really good movie. So um, good. Battle I was thinking to watch that, but I couldn't. I couldn't while I was doing the, what I was doing the other day. I just, yeah. Well, 
We'll get you to watch it. Don't worry. I think it's great because she just said that it isn't about the coffee, but it's about building up that community. And yeah, yeah she, she says her neighbors are amazing and they're they're very supportive of her and they're they're excited to see her and are excited to have her around. And yeah, I mean, no one no one that lives in a ghetto wants it to be a ghetto. Right. And so when you have a community of people that are starting to make changes, that are starting to say. Let's make life better. Let's let's not have this shit that we don't want here. Here. Well, and the the people of the community don't want the drugs, and they don't want no. the gangs, and they don't want those people there. And they've they've been doing a very good job of pushing them out, uh, which is is fabulous. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, That's another good thing about Utah. I think is the low crime and the high sense of community that I think that's oh, why gangs aren't as prevalent here is because, like it or not, the the LDS community. I mean, they they keep their kids in ward activities and they keep them busy and they're always doing stuff. And there's lots the of stuff problem to do here with, for kids. Well, yeah, because the problem with with gangs that what makes gangs big is kids who don't have anything to do when their parents aren't home at night or their parents are busy or whatever. They get bored and they go hang out and they do bad things. And the LDS community makes that a little bit more difficult because um, they have stay at home moms a lot of times who well, are they, home with them and, and even then they, when they have don't. activities. Yeah, they have lots of activities. They have, so, yeah. you know, young women's, young men's stuff where those kids, you know, as long as the family's somewhat active in the church, they have an outlet. Well, even then, you, you don't even, I mean, your family doesn't even have to be active. I wasn't even LDS and I went to the dances and I well, yeah, participated yeah. in the stuff and that's what keeps kids out of gangs. And so I think that just, I mean, it's down by this little coffee cart thing Helping the community come together even more and know each other and be more familiar with each other helps stuff like that. Well, uh, you know, Rose Park, Glendale, they're very ethnic, I should say. I mean, they're some of the most diverse culturally in, in Utah uh, areas. Like uh, Kearns. And I thought, I thought there were way more Hispanics in Salt Lake City than there are. Um, so... Salt Lake City. Apparently not. Apparently not. Or they um, just speak very well. Well, no, no, no. There's, there's really not that many to begin with. So, um, this comes from the census, the U.S. Census Bureau has actually said that Salt Lake County no longer has to offer voting help in Spanish. So, Salt, just Salt Lake County doesn't mean Utah County or Weber County or Davis County. <laughs> Are there any Spanish speaking people in Utah County? Uh, there might be. There's, there's, there's actually quite of, a few. San but Juan County has to offer it so, in Navajo and Ute. So, the rule, the rule is, um, <laughs> that makes sense. And the, and the Census Bureau does this every five years. Um, but essentially what happens is if 5% of the eligible voters in a county belong to a single language minority whose proficiency in English would make it difficult for them to actually understand and vote. So basically if you have 5% of your population that is of a non-English speaking background that doesn't speak English very well, you have to offer um, additional services for those people to help them vote. And it's not just Spanish. No, it's not just Spanish, but, but that's what comes into play here. Right. Um, and probably frequently that's the, that's the most difficult one in the, in the country is Spanish. Um, but the 2010, 2014 community survey showed that Salt Lake County has about 163, really close to 164,000 Latinos age five and over out of a 1.1 million population. So only about 16% which is, I, I would have thought we actually had a bigger Latino population than that. Um, but of that, uh, only about 6,000 or 3.8% don't speak English at all. Uh, so, and only another 12% of them say not well. 
Why do they put that in quotes? Not, not well. well. It's probably the, the way the survey. However, they, these are people who have to be citizens and or registered. Yeah, you still have to be registered right. to vote. To so there is no three million people in California that got to vote. They're going to become their own country. You have to be a registered U.S. citizen to vote in this country. So there may be more population wise. Well, yeah, but well, no, I mean that the the Census Bureau really shows what the population looks like. Um, and then they have to look at, you know, how much of that is, is just English speaking. And, and it's interesting because that has dropped significantly. Um, and, uh, Pam Perlich, who's the director of demographic research at the University of Utah, um, said that, uh, she thinks it's actually because there's a lot more people returning to Mexico than coming into huh. Utah. Interesting. Um, and a lot of, and that's kind of happened nationwide, actually. As they've all earned their money to go build their beautiful homes. Well, I, I don't think that's it. It's actually, you know, when the economy tanked, um, it put a lot of people out of work, sure. um, made it very difficult. And then what you saw in, I remember uh, Colbert had done this when the Republicans were clamoring for mass immigration reform when Arizona was passing its really shitty laws. People were like, they're taking our jobs. And Colbert went out to work in some of those fields. Like, people don't fucking take those jobs. Mm-hmm. And there were whole crops in California and all dying. over the South that just rotted on the vine because they didn't have workers, migrant workers, to pick right. them because they didn't want to come here. And because, you know, U.S. citizens are too good to do that job. Yeah. I mean, well, the truth of the matter is this. Farmers can't afford to pay U.S. citizens what they pay immigrants. Right. Those migrant workers, and a lot of times, they just come in for a harvest season and they turn around and go back to Mexico. Which right. is that, why the border that's should a huge be more thing. open. Yeah, that's a huge thing in California. So there's pros and cons to that. So your farmers pay them literally pennies on the dollar. They don't have to pay them minimum wage. They don't pay them in a manner that they have to pay insurance or unemployment taxes, or any other shit that comes with salary. So they're literally paying these guys like two bucks an hour to pick fruit. They make a bunch of money picking fruit. For them, a bunch of money picking fruit. They go back to Mexico. Uh, American workers won't do that. Well, and like you said, the farmer can't afford to hire and they can't pay. And they pay can't pay a guy and even minimum wage at what, like seven dollars an hour with insurance. Even if you don't have insurance, workers' comp benefits because you have to pay that stuff. You have to pay workers' comp insurance. Oh yeah, we were learning uh, all about that. You have to pay unemployment insurance. So there's there's things that they have to pay, and then you have to pay you know all the payroll taxes and stuff. So it, it's a big deal to pay an American worker. I mean, essentially, it's probably five. Migrant workers for one American worker. Oh, it's probably more than that because, like, workers' compensation. Well, you it's, figure it's expensive. When, when you're figuring payroll, you figure salary plus twenty percent. That's typically how you figure out what your labor costs are going to be, and that takes into account employment insurance, unemployment insurance, workers' compensation insurance, things like that. On average, twenty percent above whatever their salary is. So, I mean, you're really talking like probably nine to ten dollars an hour for a minimum wage American worker. You can get five migrants for the same price. And the migrant workers will typically work harder, longer. Uh, so big deal. Uh, and that's crazy to see that kind of drop. I was, I was surprised that those numbers were so low. So. Uh, anyway, enough about that. Can we talk about booze? 
<laughs> let's let's talk about booze. Please, let's talk about booze. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting to, to see that stuff. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, that that number was shocking to me. You know, only 16% in Salt Lake County. I would have thought much higher. Of course, I live in Kearns. And actually, I always tell people. I'd be interested to hear what Weber County is like. Yeah. Uh, what I, their numbers are. I always tell people. Uh, I live in one of the most diverse communities in Utah that I've ever seen. Asian, Polynesian. So I I don't think we have any Asians on our street, but I've got Molly Mormons next door. We used door. to. Yeah, we used to. The ones next door to us died. Uh, oh, yeah. Right next door to us <laughs> where, where my redneck neighbors are now with the two cars in their yard. With the fire? Um, no, no, no. The no. fire is Molly, like, super, super Mormon family that opened their RV door and spilled garbage all over my fucking No, the Asians yard. were are, are to the east. They used to live to uh, the east of us. We think that one of them, like, died in the house or something because all of a sudden, like, one winter, yeah. there was, like, no activity over there. Yeah, and then all the, of a sudden, they well, sold the, the house. The, the story is that the dad did die. The old man did die. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so super Mormon. Then we used to have Asians. Now we have, like, white trash, redneck. Uh, actually, I love my neighbor to the east of us now. He's a great guy, but he is white trash redneck. He has two cars in the backyard. Yeah. That's how you roll. Mm, that's how he rolls. Um, we have, is it, are they Tongan or Samoan? I can't uh, remember. Tongan. They're Tongan. They're Tongans, right right next to them. We used to have a Sudanese family um, mm-hmm. who's, who the mother only spoke Swahili. Mm-hmm. Um, you right have a plethora bottom. of amazing food in your neighborhood. That's what I'm saying, right? And then... Another Mormon family that hides in their house all day uh, in the far corner. Well, they talk to the they talk to the the white trash neighbors. Apparently, they're like really good friends. They're, they like run across the street when they see yeah. each other. Well, and now whoever's at the bottom of the cul-de-sac, they they go camping and stuff together now. Um, and my neighbor, just in case I'm going to say this, my neighbor has leukemia. Um, my next door neighbor, um, they're hopefully going to be able to eradicate most of it with chemo. After the first um, day, yeah. He has the type of leukemia that you pretty much only see in children. It's really weird. He and he's a, a smoker. He's a grown-up. Not anymore. He quit. Well, I know, but I mean, like you would think he would have gotten yeah. lung cancer or something. Hmm. So he's been going through chemo. He's going to have a marrow transfusion, hopefully sometime in January or February. Yeah. The rest um, of the they had to basically... They had a whole bunch. So they he's had a, whole a bunch carpenter, of, he's a carpenter and he had like all, and these, have projects. all these projects going on. Yeah. It's like I feel like there's an you. echo, there damn is. it. It's a good echo. Uh, and they had to finish them all because they can't... If you have a bone marrow transplant... You can't um, have any construction in your house. You can't have any projects open. They, everything has to be done and closed up. You're completely immunosuppressed. So, so he's they've had a million people over there because he can't even do the work because he's just not feeling well. And so they've had people come in and go in and the, the wife's all excited because finally all of her projects were done. <laughs> he had like floors that he hadn't yeah, done and covered. It's a way to get them it's done. Tough because he's a, he, at least it's the winter time now, but he's a carpenter. Yeah. Like he makes all kinds of custom and cabinets. And he can't and, work. And he can't work really right now. Because he can't do projects he has going well, and he has a chemo. He has a chemo treatment, and he's down for like a week. Like At it's least. it's really hard on him. Um, good for guy the though. First, his first treatments, he was actually had to be sequestered for like a week up at the Huntsman he, Center. Well, he still does. He spends three to four days there after a treatment. Um, anyway, um, I only bring that up just because um, it just reminded me. Uh, you know, go sign up to be a bone marrow donor. Yes, that is actually there's a huge event. I think it's this week or next week. Because bone marrow really? is yep. bone marrow is tough to match. You can be a live donor. You don't have to die to do it. It's kind of painful, I hear. It's um, really painful. You can't deaden You can't deaden a you bone. You can't deaden a bone. So and they drill into your bone to get the marrow. But uh, I mean you're they you're, bore yeah. into your bone. You're, they you're don't saving, just drill. You're saving lives. Um yeah. 
And whether it's a child or it's my next door neighbor, go put yourself on the registry. You never know. You might end up being a match for someone. Um, and, and you can save a life. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it sucks. It's painful, but, uh, it's a small price to pay to, to save someone's life. Uh, anyway, then we have the Mexicans across the street <laughs> who take immaculate care of their house. Then we have, I'm not even fucking sure in the foreclosure house that is not foreclosure. They're the fat white people. The fat white people that, uh, <laughs> that park on their, their weed lawn and that I swear to God, the only reason they got a lawnmower is because they got fined by the city last year. The their weeds were taller than their car. Yeah. They would pull up and their weeds were literally as tall as the hood of their car or like the roof of their the car. The roof, not the hood, the roof of yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. And there's sure. like the, the people that have the really, really nice house that parks sideways in their driveway. Yeah. I don't know who they are. Uh, we have a couple. We have a couple more Mexican families at the top of the street. We have a very diverse. Just and this is just our cul-de-sac. There's what twelve houses, and mm. it's great because you know most of them have kids. Uh, most of them have younger kids that are around the you know within the same age ranges, and they all summer long they're always playing together in the street. I know it's kind of nice. It's you awesome. can actually hear the ch- the sounds of children playing outside because the parents can let them play at the end of the street because it's not a through street. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's 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 a nice neighborhood to live in. Um but back to back booze. Back to booze. Yeah, back to booze. The uh, booze that you need to drink because children are out playing in the street. <laughs> so right? I, I love Utah. And you drinking at my house cuz of that. <laughs> I love Utah, but one of the things that's weird about Utah are our liquor laws. And for a extremely conservative state, the thing that shocks me the most is that we still have privatized liquor stores. Okay, but let's talk about why this article came out. Thanksgiving Day sales topped $3.3 million. Yeah. And I was uh, one of those people that so helped, are we. Yep, yep. That helped uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Um, and it was a fucking we got id we did like this that weird shopping funny. trip yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is buying like wine coolers and <laughs> oh yeah you're talking frozen about peach thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your party drinks that yeah, you're underage like, hey let's try this one raspberry <laughs> 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 and then a bottle of jack daniels <laughs> um and a bottle uh, a bottle of uh, champagne Nice. Yeah, the, the Riverton one. Because you gotta have mojitos on Thanksgiving. I like yours morning. over in Riverton I, by your house. It's I like nice. That one. It, I like the, the Kearns one. The line was all the way the down, nice back too. around, out Linden, the door. Actually. It was crazy. Well, ours is a, yeah, a like wine and beer that's store. A, yeah, it's a, the one in PG, the the one that's, that's right there off go. of 275. When like I buy the alcohol, I don't drink. Yeah, it's a that's a really nice. You bake with it. Wine store. Yeah, but you gotta bake with good liquor. You don't want to bake with. Don't cook with something you wouldn't drink. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but so Utah is looking to open. So our laws actually dictate how many liquor stores we can have based on population. For 48,000 citizens. Uh, they need to open up 19 more, which is funny because they just closed a whole bunch that didn't need to be fucking closed. Where'd they close? They're opening uh, a new one soon. Well, they closed like they did a round of closures, what, two years ago? It's just before the Riverton one opened. Yeah. Yeah, and, it was and weird. They, they closed a bunch of them. They opened a few others. And some of them have crappy hours. Like the one in Bountiful closes at like seven. Well, because nobody weekdays. in Bountiful does anything. Um, That's true. But they're they're talking about recommending some in Sandy, uh, another one in Layton, Taylorsville, Roy, Provo, Bountiful, Orem, Magna, Logan, St. George, Hurricane, Hurricane, Utah. <laughs> Hurricane. <laughs> Tule. To the Utah and Cedar City. Um, they need one in Bluffdale as a buffer. Yeah. Because everybody comes to the Riverton one 
Well, there's not there's not anything out there. Uh, that's why I say they need one in Bluffdale or Point of the Mountain. Well, they ha- they do have They're the new Draper. one at Point of the Mountain right next yeah. to the DMV. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. that's right. It is. Get your right driver's there. license. Mm-hmm. That is the best driver's license division. Oh, it is ever. So with the drive-through. It's well, so it's not fast. just that. Like well, Cassie they, got hers there, and there was like nothing. Yeah, there's never anyone there. The I made an appointment one. when I had mine, and like walked right in. It was so cool. did we. Yeah, I will and never Cassie go even, without an appointment again. Cassie even had like an issue because her drive instructor did like tried to download oh the God, stuff and i guess yeah. there was an error so like we went up and we thought we had it all set and then we didn't and so the guy's like oh when you get it set just walk back up don't wait in line again and so we got a hold of the guy and then we just waited until the person in front of him was gone and we just stood back up and walked 8. back up there 2 million awesome. gallons of alcohol and it's funny because those numbers are big but we were talking to who was it from ogden's own steve is that his name? Mm-hmm. Steve Coleman. Yeah, and he was saying that, uh, I mean, the the sales in Utah are just piss money compared to what goes on in like a state like Michigan. Yeah, the isn't that Michigan? Isn't that where they, they're, they're putting their line in Michigan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and he was just talking about just, just the sheer volume period of alcohol in general. Utah's nothing in comparison to uh, Michigan. Like even though he sells tons of product here, um Selling the same amount in Michigan is just a tiny market share. So, interesting stuff. Uh, I would like to see more open. Well, uh, and the, the commission said that they're not going to get 19. No, I mean, but they might get approve. four or five probably. But, you know, it, at isn't least there one opening some? soon over in this area? West Valley-ish? I have no this idea. This is not West Valley. I said over in this area. Yeah, this is and not then she said, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I my God. It's just across the border. I haven't heard. I don't know. I haven't heard either. I don't. I don't care. the The Kearns one is great. We have a nice. I, we have a nice. It's a wine store. store. It's, it's a, a beer and wine store. So it's got lots we need of stuff. total wine here. Hey, and it, for those of you who are wondering, if you're ever buying your alcohol one. in bulk, you can drive your car around to the back of the Kearns liquor store and open the back of it, and they will load the cases yes, they in will. for you. And if you're buying that much alcohol in bulk, come see me and give me some. <laughs> I used to buy it for the school auction and I always felt like I was like super important when I'd pull around the back and the people would be like, Whoa, wait, what? They're, lo- yes, they're loading the car for 5675 you? West, 6200 South. Oh, that's, that's right the new there. building they're building. <laughs> wait, 5675 West? Yeah, that's yep. right here. It's right here. No, but that's West Conveniently of located West. in the parking lot of Walmart yeah. Supercenter. That's what they're building next to Walmart. Yes. Walmart. Wow. We've, it hasn't Merry been. Christmas. That's like right You're across welcome. the street. I've been wondering what they were putting so up sweet. there. Because they've been. Like we could walk there. We could yeah. be drunk and go, ba- and go and buy liquor. I could go get liquor, get drunk on my way to Walgreens, hang out at Walgreens for an hour because I swear <gasps> to God. There's always a liquor there's store always by a, Walgreens. There's always the a, other one in Kearns is right by Walgreens. There's always a, a liquored up bum near Walgreens. <laughs> go to Walgreens anywhere. <laughs> I swear to God. Well, what's funny is the other liquor store is on fifty six hundred. Is on fifty six hundred south. Fifty four hundred so south. Yeah, sorry, fifty four hundred right south. Next so it's Walgreens. just a block over and like three blocks down from this one that they're building. That's that's funny. It's no, it's, it's that's awesome for you guys. That's a lot more than a block, dear. Fifty fourth to sixty second. Well, but I mean, and it's, it's a, like Bangor versus fifty six west. It's a it's a. It's basically the other corner it's of Kearns. A, yeah, it's a residential block. Does Josh know that's opening? Uh, I didn't even know it's open, <laughs> so I doubt it. It doesn't have it announced what it is on the No, but that's that's really awesome. Stuff. That's really awesome. That'll make my uh, liquor store runs a well, lot now more you can Now you can go get some limes and some stuff oh, from yeah, limes Walmart. At Walmart. I don't buy food from Walmart. Sorry. I'll still go to Harmon's first. Uh, that's still right. I'm proud of you. Street. 
Um, yeah, that's nice. I'm, I'm glad it's going to be there. I, I just, I'm flabbergasted now. Is, does it say, is it going to be a wine and liquor store or is it going to be big be enough a, for that? It doesn't look like it will it be big enough. Either, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter though, because it's going to alleviate the pressure from the other one. That Kearns one over on 54th is always busy. Does it, you could go on a Tuesday at one in the afternoon. It's always um, It will busy. be the state's first new store since 2010. Wow. Yeah. See, so it's been a while since it uh, I guess Forever 10 did open a little while ago. It will be wine and liquor. See, Excellent. it will be wine and liquor. Pow. No, you said it didn't look big enough. You just said that, What's and I agreed with you. Yep. Just lame. I just lemminged my way into... <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, enough about liquor. Let's talk about prison. <laughs> <One thing. laughs> Which will happen. Yeah. Well, not really prison, but the property next to it being developed. Well, it's it's not just the property next to it. It's actually drawing all the stuff there. So Salt Lake City, Jackie Biskupski, um just announced an aggressive two-year plan uh, to basically get the backbone of stuff in place for the new prison facility. Which that's is a be out. smart way to develop it because I have a feeling that some other people may not have had a forth- the forethought to well, think about doing it that way. Make no mistake, Salt Lake City did fight it. Um, fought right. the location. A lot of people fought the location. But it's here. Um, it's been approved. Um, it's going to start. Uh, there's not anything they can do at this point to stop it. It's They're going to have to drain the swamps out there, aren't they? Well, no, it's, it's all dried, dried up, up now. <laughs> well, so where where they're putting it, they're not real. There's not really anything to drain anymore. Um, th- they are going to have to lay some serious foundations. Uh, you can't. The water table's too high up there. You can't. You can't build. You know, underground levels. Um, I'd be like New Orleans. We talked about kind of what the prison's going to cost. But to get out to the prison, I mean, you're pulling roads, you're pulling water, you're pulling sewer, you're pouring, you know, gas, fiber optic lines, power lines. Um, $90 million worth probably is what it's going to cost the city to actually do that. Uh, a little over half, about $47 million is going to come from the state based on the agreements that have been put in place. And that's in the federal government kicking in? Isn't it, is it a federal so. facility or a state facility? No, it's the state. It's the state prison. Uh, it's not a federal prison. And uh, they Salt Lake City is going to have to foot the remaining $43 million. Now, uh, Biscoopsy did say, um, you know, the $43 million is somewhat stomachable from the city's perspective because there's going to be more development out there. Yeah, they're hoping to make some industrial area that well, they're planning on. And they've been kicking around for years trying to get a plan to do some housing out there, like 70,000 homes. Essentially, in that but I area. thought no, I thought that they kicked that idea for well, industrial. They have they well. So the thing is, is they they've been looking at that area for a long time to develop, um, you know, out by the airport to try and put homes or or something, and it always came back to it's wetlands. Can't do anything. It's wetlands. Can't do anything. It's wetlands. Well, guess what? Fuck you, wetlands. <laughs> they can migrate to Farmington. Yeah, those birds can just get their asses and move them further in towards the, the, the thing lake. is, it's not so much wetlands, because isn't it Great Salt Lake runoff? So no, it's salty. It, it is wetlands. It there, is wetlands. There is a lot of migratory wetland birds. It's that, weird, that though, because it. it's by the landfill, and I I, I don't know. <laughs> so it's it's not that far west, I don't think. No, it is. The um, if you look at the little map it's like 7,200-ish west, right? And Smith and Edwards is out there. Yeah. No, <laughs> Smith and Edwards is in Ogden. Smith and Ogden. 
It's an odd by Roy. <laughs> I, I do like. I don't know who suggested it, but putting it out by Tooele or Dugway. Was I, I did. They should put it out there in the Tooele uh, Desert. They could pick up all the shells in the. Well, the thing is, is you have the. You really have to put it close to some sort of living area so you can have guards and stuff like that. People aren't going to. People's jobs. Well, there was a big battle because there was talk of putting in Eagle Mountain. Yeah. And a lot of protesting. And that was one of the biggest conversations was uh, people that have to work there. Yeah. It's jobs. It's a lot of jobs. I mean, you got to figure it's a, it's a small town. And I mean, I, I know people worry about it, but really, how often do people escape from. Haven't you seen Sasha? Well, so what they. It's not <laughs> that they worry about it so much as. <laughs> You know, eventually, and eventually, the city will expand out to that area. It's just like what happened in Bluffdale. Well, that's true. When that when the prison was put out there, there was no. It, it, would, it was like to putting it into well. There's nothing out there, and at this point now, there's stuff right up to it. Development. Yeah, yeah, and and they want that land to develop even more. So, uh, and let's be honest, that that prison. It's sad. I, it's, I mean, yeah, they're prisoners, but come on. Well, I mean, it's it's overcrowded. Well, a lot of people think that's that's fine. They're just prisoners, it, but but it's not fine. Like they have problems. No. Well, with these aren't electrical this sewer. I mean, it's good. They got a lot of problems. This is a top security federal murderers. These are well, it's a state pen. I mean, there's there's you know murder one. I mean, there's death row people that that are there. There's maximum security death row people there. It's not like crazy federal serial killer prison. Um, most of that shit's farmed out now anyway, but, uh, it is, it is a maximum security facility for the state. So, you know, it's where our people like, you know, what's the guy's name? Wanda Barzi and the other guy are there, the kidnappers of Elizabeth Smart. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or are they in the mental institution? Who knows? I don't remember what happened. Either. Brian Mitchell. That was his name. Yeah. Was his Brian name. David Mitchell. Yeah. Three names. Always three names with the uh, with the crazies. Huh? That and the uh, the Mormons. Mormons. Prophets. Yeah. Mormon prophets. Thanks. Like Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what does the H stand Joseph for? Gordon Holy <laughs> Jesus, Holy Christ. <laughs> he is godly. Uh, uh, can I talk about? <laughs> I mean, I know we don't have a guest tonight, and uh, it, we're kind of out of news to talk about. But uh, no, but didn't we have a story that didn't get? What, what was that? No, nah, we're going to do that Did next we week. Oh, we're that's gonna, true. That, that's, oh, there that's, was a story that didn't get printed. What was that one? No, Jess just was missing one story. No, herself. I was missing one personally. Uh, <laughs> so X96 to the thing this morning. Uh, and they asked, it was an ex-poll, and they asked what your fear was. And uh, I got I, called out. I posted it up. You in, did get in called out. got called out. And, I was going to call and tell and him about Holly's, my fear. Holly's brother, uh, Jeremy's brother-in-law, Mike, called me out. <laughs> cause oh, yeah. I'm afraid of ants. It's a really... it's a My kids I, think it's hilarious. It's a really stupid phobia, um, but there's a reason behind it. Um, and I'm not afraid of like a single ant doesn't bother me. If I see a couple, it's not a big deal. If I see a colony, I'm not going anywhere near it until I have something to kill it. Does that mean you can't watch a bug's life? Uh, I'm not a fan, uh, to be honest with you of that show. No. Just checking. Um, but so first off, but he's okay with Ant-Man, which Carrie said you shouldn't watch. Right. No, is, but you are. We just watched that actually uh, this weekend. Yeah. It, but he's a single. Still, well, no, because no, no, he does no. go through ant it, training. It still There's creeps me out. That no, is no, no. true. That he has a problem. He doesn't have a problem with the great big giant one, but the, no, all that the little cute. swarms. But it's, it, it, They're that, powerful little That movie things. creeps me out a lot, and it makes me like feel even worse about ants. So, by the way, the easiest way to kill ants, the, the most... Like, Cream of wheat. 
Yeah, the most non, no poison. Uh, salt, salt and coffee as well. Dry uh, coffee grains. So cream of wheat, malt meal, any of those kind of hot Because as soon as it gets wet, it expands. It's like uh. it's like a Alka-Seltzer for a seal. So they take it down into the... And they feed it to the queen. And, and, and then, they then it, Yeah, coffee grains are that way too. Yeah, and they just expand in their stomach and poof. Uh, and you just pour it out. They'll take it in and just... You and know, they just all of a sudden your cream of wheat is gone. You can either water them or let the rain do it or just let them die naturally. Um, but uh, it's I think it's humane. It's probably really fucked up. You use malt meal. Yeah, that's <laughs> local. I, yeah, malt is malt meal not local. Yeah, it's made in Logan. Are you serious? Well, north of like Tree Mountain. Yeah, I, I love no malt. Have you guys had ch- the chocolate? That's my favorite. <gasps> have you had it with um with puffed the puffed whipped? Marshmallow cream stuff in it. It's oh yeah, so make it's it. It's really hard to find. My grandmother used to buy Jeff, it. That's no, it's a, if go to Harmons. You need to shop at Harmons. Oh, Harmons. We have tons of it. I bet Smith has it. There's a Smith right by but your house. You yeah, put sure. that in it, and it's no more than like when you add like the calories no, and the no, sugar. No, no, just stuff. grab no like a spoonful of marshmallow it's cream. So good. It's like dessert. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's like semi uh, quasi anyway. healthy dessert. Anyway, sorry. Back to no, no, you're ants. Right, you're right. Ants. So my story with ants. So I've always kind of had an irrational fear. When I was a kid, um, we used to fucking destroy ant nests like big time. <laughs> like we would set, I grew up in Wyoming. It's the revenge of the ants. M80s are legal. Probably. Uh, you know, quarter sticks of dynamite, like real M80s. Um, we used to shove those in ant hills and light them. We used to take the little like exploded. Was tanks. it like ants like that? Uh, so, no one can see that. Uh, sort of the uh, Jess just pantomimed a, a like nice a geyser explosion. explosion. Have you ever seen firework? Katy Perry's firework video. Yeah, like, yeah. The ants are like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we used to take the tanks. You know, the little spinny yeah. like the rolly tanks. We'd light them, point them at an ant hill, and just let them explode into the <laughs> ant hill, light all the ants on fire. Um, so I didn't actually have a problem with ants for a long time. Well, we went down to Texas. Um, gosh, I don't remember when it was. We went to visit my aunt in Austin. Well, Austin and in Texas, you get killer bees and you get those crazy killer ants and those fucking insanely mean fire ants. Yeah, the red ones that bite. Yeah, well, the orange ones that bite the killer ants hurt so bad when they bite you. Well, my aunt had her backyard firebombed at least four times in the Austin area, um, meaning they dug up an ant nest, a big nest in the ground in the backyard, and firebombed it professionally. Well, four different times. They had ants so bad, and it's not because of bad housekeeping, or anything, it's just wherever they were just had a real big problem with ants. They had to, as soon as they opened up anything, they had to stick it in the freezer or stick it in a sealed container. They couldn't open a box of cereal. They had to put it in a container. They had to put most of their crap, like if they had cookies, they had to stick them in the freezer because the ants would get into everything. They would just be crawling on the walls. So we stayed there, and I had ants crawling all over me all night and biting me in a pitch black room. And I was telling them I couldn't sleep all night because I could feel them. I'm like, my mom's like, you're just being paranoid. There's not ants on you. And when I woke up in the morning, there were How so many... How did you many say that if you, she knew there was an infestation at <laughs> in the yeah. house? Okay, so Chris's many... mom. <laughs> oh, forgot. Dream, dream catchers. catchers. Dream catchers. There were so many fucking ants on me in the morning, like dead carcasses that I had squished over the night. And now I'm just, I know it's unreasonable, but I'm terrified of ant colonies. It's not irrational, I believe, is the word that they used this morning on yeah, air. It's, also it's not irrational because 
it was What's situational. Is me not being able to walk up the stairs with my back That's to funny. the dark. She has. I've smacked my head on the doors and stuff before because. Backwards. No, no, no. She she goes to walk no. up the stairs at night. I get to the top and that's like the freakiest part. And I turn to thinks, run into the room and everyone's not. She thinks that <laughs> when she started walking up the stairs, a bad man came out of the dark, following you. And that's is not exactly. It's a little paranormally okay, and I don't tell the story because I feel like if I tell the story, then then you admit what used to bother me will come back because there was something it's based on. And but that and she does like behind me. She's hit her head on the wall. And the I door gave the frame. fear to my children. They have like no actual basis. Now theirs is irrational because they that, don't have uh, that. Is you irrational. know what else is irrational? Sean's fear of moths. So my daughter is death like if a moth is near her, she will scream at the top of her lungs and run. Like a baby moth or like a mothra. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It could be, you know, a Minuscule. little like Did she watch that Mothman thing no, on she Discovery can't, Channel. She, yeah. No, the, so the, the I'll, real, ca- the real I'll catch them and I'll bring them up to her. The Mothman prophecies. I'm yeah, a no. dick. I'll I'll catch them and I'll bring them up to her. But now our cat Boone really, really, really <laughs> Maybe likes she moms. should do that to ants to you. She, she does. does. Okay, good. Just checking. <laughs> they got me a fucking birthday card that had the ants go marching one by one. Do you want me to make you yeah. a cake with little ants walking across it? I will put raid on it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, he can. He, and yeah, Ant Man, I love the movie. I think it's a great movie, but the scenes with the swarms when of ants. When they're training. Like when they're going through the water mm-hmm. pipe. Or towards the end when they're fucking head to the helicopter. Out. Yeah, and the dude that gets fucking attacked by those ants, the security guard guy that the ants just start fucking biting. Yeah. So did that's you see of. that in the theater or did you wait for it to watch it at home? Oh no, I watched it in the theater. Are you kidding me? I'm just checking. I don't know that there's been a Marvel movie I haven't watched in the theater. Not any of the, the actual The newer Marvel ones. Not the old any ones, the actual are crap, Marvel ones. ones are yeah. horrible. Yeah. Well, and even like most of the X-Men and stuff I've, I've watched in the theater, even though they're, they're Fox or Sony or whoever. Both. <laughs> yeah. Well, Depending upon your character. Yeah. Sony, <laughs> Sony and Fox do some of them. The, I will say this. The Fantastic Four movies, fuck them. I have not seen any of them in the theater. I have not either. I think they did with the last one what they did with the E.T. video game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Very It was it. so fucking terrible from everything I've read and heard, and I have not watched it. I haven't watched it. I still haven't seen Stupid Suicide Squad. Nope. It'll be out soon. Either. It'll be out soon. It is, yeah, it's on Amazon already for yeah, I think it gets, So I, I think, think Redbox is next week or the week the after. The 13th or the 14th. Yeah. yeah. I think so. that's going to be a Christmas present. Despite the bad reviews, I still think it looks funny. Oh no, I think it looks great, and uh, I'm gonna buy it because, like, even even look, I like the Michael Keaton Batman's. I like you know all the Dark Knight trilogy. I liked, I loved Man of Steel. I thought that was a great movie. Um, Cassie studied the Dark Knight for uh, theology. theology a couple of years ago. They actually used it as a drawing the line between like when is it a hero and when is it an anti-hero and when is does he become a bad guy and so she actually had to watch it over and over for yeah yeah so uh i think that's gonna do it for tonight um it's been uh it's been real it's been fun it's been fun wow you fucked it up because i said that it has not been fun it's been real fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, do we have someone coming next week, Jess? We do. Actually, it will be a Skype interview. Okay. But we do have someone next week. Who is it? Can you tell us? Secrets. But I Gotta wait and see just in case they... Yeah, they might cancel. Change. No, they're not going to cancel. This one's been planned for a long time. So. Uh, more reason to cancel. 
Why would you throw that out there? They've heard the last couple episodes. No, he's amazing. <laughs> you know, I think our last few episodes have been really cool. Yeah, I really, probably really because I've been part of them. City Weekly right. gave us a shout out for our review of their. Oh yeah, top really. Five. Yeah. And speaking of that, if if you guys like us, um, you know, follow us on Twitter. We're at don't uh, just at like TNU us. Podcast. Share. Follow Share us. us on Facebook or like our page on Facebook. Book, the the new Utah podcast or the new Utah podcast dot wordpress dot com. Yes, and I have some cool stuff that I started doing. I on saw that. Lots of cool stuff on the She's blog. She's been highlighting what each person says that you should do in Utah, um, making it its own little blurb. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and a lot of the same stuff, a lot of different stuff. Um, yeah, I think Emily last week was Emily blew us away fun. with salt flats. The that salt was cool. That was cool. Uh, and I and I will say. Um, share our stuff. Yeah, um, don't just like us, share us. Retweet us. Uh, we, we tweet a lot of local Utah events. Um, and really with the Facebook posts, um, you know, we're sharing, mostly what we're doing is sharing uh, our podcast stream. Um, you can find us, you know, I'm not even fucking say where you can find us. If you're listening to us, you found us. You, you found, found us. us. You found us. Congratulations. And you made it through an hour and a half job. of us rambling along. But uh, if you want to share with your friends, uh, whatever platform they're on, we're on Google Play now, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, out SoundCloud. on SoundCloud, Google SoundCloud. Feed Burner. Um, you know, we just have a straight raw RSS feed if someone's crazy techie and just wants to put that <laughs> meta. somewhere. Very yeah. Meta. Um, but uh, share out the podcast. Uh, we love to hear your feedback. We like to hear your comments. Ideas. You know who's who's right and who's wrong. And yeah, I Chris is always wrong. Um, Whoa. A lot of times I am wrong. Chris is always wrong. So, uh, or as he likes to say, and if you have events to you know reach out, oh, we. Yeah. You know, don't always see everything. We don't want to talk about the, you know, the stuff that's being advertised on billboards. We want, you know, the local events like the Pin Me Up Utah or, you know, the Bussin' for Santas or, yeah, we we, want to hear those events. That's the stuff we care about. We are all about Utah and, and, uh, we're going to try and keep everything positive and, and Utah oriented except for just to say no. Yeah. She wants to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and have a you good holiday me. season. Get out and donate. There's lots some, to do. Donate some time. Donate some money. Donate some gifts. Donate some form of something to someone. We don't ask for donations. I'm sure we will at some point. But uh, if you really like us and you want to help out, go give to a charity. Um, and don't forget, if you give to the the road home, do it in the name of X96. Yeah. All right. That'll do it. Have a good night, folks. Good night, everybody. Good night. Ciao. Hasta la vista. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> uh, see you in bed later. Okay. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs>